I think I'm in, ladies. <laughs> the support staff, you, mate? The support staff here, mate, aren't very good. Uh, shouldn't need support staff plug it. I've got, I've got the headset, but no mic. Oh, Brilliant. There we are. Right, We're in. Like We're in. Walk out like me. <laughs> there, was, yeah, I don't know what to say. Other, other than it's not the first time I've put, age probably been asking someone is he is he in yet, but that's not the. Oh, all right, uh, it's, meant hey, a, it's meant to be a family one on a Sunday night. It is a bit. I put it down as explicit again because I couldn't trust. Oh. trust before you, the witching hour, that I don't like that. Good job we've all had a drink then, isn't it? Well, I know that's me. Some more than others. Yeah, definitely. Right then, we'll get going after our little intro, so we'll get the intro going now, boys. Oh, hell again? We had nothing but adverts. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get you some free kit. Down at Third Man, the cricket podcast. Talking all things cricket, from club cricket to million pound franchises to the Test Match Arena. Proudly supported by Woodstock Cricket. So welcome to the first ever live episode of Down at Third Man podcast. I've got a feeling it may be one of our last with how it's gone so far, but we'll see. Yeah, we could get closed down. Yeah. yeah. Pleasing um, to see that your mum's tuning in though, Tierney, because yeah. if, if anything Mom else fails, Mrs. Tierney, thank you very much for your support. We're always guaranteed at least one listener, so thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bit, bit disappointed to not see, see too many uh, family members from, from the maskers in, although Nick's in, which is always good. Seeing as he's uh, the man who suggested all this palaver, I'll I'll give you a shout out, mate. My family members are downstairs listening in. Well, I, I did I, I did notice. I assumed they were the tech support desperately coming. But, to yeah, you. they were, mate. I dropped the, I dropped the microphone on the stairs. I think. Oh wow, fantastic! Oh, God. So the idea of this is, guys, that obviously the people listening, which I think there's about a dozen so far. Uh, you guys can actually get involved and send us questions or your opinions or just tell us that we're absolute tools. It's 11 more I, know. I thought we'd have. Well, yeah. I'm half expecting a Mr. Oliver Wilson to try and join us at some point. I'm a bit concerned he may be the person under the name Satchin, but God knows. Is he uh, the last who uh, went up to Benny Al, pissed up in the middle of Worcester? No, that's a different lad. Don't, don't that's worry. Tommy Smith, isn't it? That's Tommy Smith, yeah. I'd like to meet the, I'd like to meet him. I think I've got I think I've had time for him. Oh, Which everyone's got time for little Smith. He's becoming a history teacher of all things, hopefully. He's that's his plan next year after uni. That'll probably be us after this, mate. History, that's what we'll be. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> very, very true. <laughs> that's that's quite quite good good you. <laughs> that was very good. Well done, you. I'm, go- I'm good when I've had a drink, mate. God, we need more in you every week then. So like, the idea like is, guys, tricky, send... really. <laughs> well, yeah, true. The Mitch Edwards effect. Another shout out for him, oh dear. Every week, so... Mitch Edwards gets a shout out. <laughs> he does. It's what happens when you're the, you're the I, number one. Person. I get criticised online for saying the words, oh, and a shout out to every week. <laughs> it's slowly becoming a catchphrase. That's all people know me as. <laughs> oh, shout out to such and such. At least we haven't copied, copied the Vale podcast where they refer to everyone as friend of the show to the point where now literally every Vale fan that exists, all 200 of them, are now friends of that show. That meant? Yeah, I was, I yeah. was, about, I was about to say that uh, not many, there's not many Vale fans to actually mm. be friends with or you'd want to be friends with. There's more people listening to this, Tierney, than there is Vale fans. Mm. I'll take how that, mate. How, I'll take that. how did they go on yesterday, too? Let's not let's not talk about that absolute worldie that's amazingly got scored against us again. John, I don't think we can say anything, can we? Really? No, but we at least we were <laughs> winning against 
promotion material. Yeah, but when you when you look back at the goal and they keep a pass it straight to our striker, you can't really. <laughs> I'd rather lose two one to top of the league than two one to Cambridge United. This, they they were top of the league, mate. One 0 top of the league, they were just saying. Right, we'll, we'll leave the football chat because let's be honest, it's been a depressing weekend all round. Um, before we get going, as more, always, more depressing than the cricket. Uh, wow! Well, oh yeah, yeah we've got to talk about that, just, haven't we? Yeah, at some point. So before we get started, as always, big thanks to Woodstock Cricket for supporting us. Don't forget to use the discount code if you're buying yourself some new kit for the season. Although to be fair, I think there's only probably about three people in this this. Um, Live pod that'd actually be playing cricket, unless my dad's coming out of retirement about forty years after his last game. So, what we're going to do is we'll have a chat through everything England, India, and then we'll do any questions anyone wants to send us. We'll fit them in as we go. I've had it. I've had a, a couple of laugh. in. So remind oh, me. Gold. Oh, I'm looking. I know they've got they're quite, they're quite good local cricket questions. So oh, that's, like that. I'll do. That'll do then. I'll do. I like that. Right. First thing we're going to have to start on the third test because we haven't talked about it yet I mean to be fair I say we haven't talked about it yet we did talk about it last week and little did we know we were more than halfway through the match after one day <laughs> um, so it's probably not really only 34 years ago dad wow okay um, so I guess it's a uh, there's not necessarily that much to talk about in one sense but let's be honest a lot happened in that two and a little bit sessions that that we saw England Ended up, they got battered, but and lost by ten wickets. But for maybe a session or so, that the dream was alive. When laughably, we we actually managed to bowl out India for the hundred and forty-five. However, we then couldn't get past around eighty, and it was it was easy from there. Any initial thoughts that you want to share with share with everyone? I've got one, mate. Oh, I thought I thought the man. <laughs> The one problem for me is I went to sleep, obviously, after that first day. And I had a little dream that we were going to end up 40, 40 runs behind and we'd end up winning. That's how much we've been speaking about cricket for the last couple of weeks. And then when I woke up and saw Joe Root got five for eight, it looked like it was coming through. And then, I don't know, 20 minutes later when I was doing my fry up, we were none for two. And I was like, that's it. Thanks for coming. So how much of the cricket did you actually get to see just out of interest? Because between um, you sleeping and a fry-up, it doesn't particularly leave much time because there wasn't well, much I think, be- I think between me sleeping, me doing my teeth and me having a fry-up, we lost about five wickets, I think. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> I like that. that was about I, it's a similar story. I, I taught one lesson and went for a shower and I think I missed eight. Eight. It's the worst, eight the worst, it's, isn't it the worst thing, by the way? I don't know whether there's a worse feeling than not actually being watching anything and having people message you constantly about it not that like mm. it's a critique because you want to know but like for a nervous wreck like me um you, you're talking to the man here when i think we needed what did we need well i think we needed something like four to win against Portail. we had about 20 overs and we had about six wickets in hand and i uh, was shouted at people not to move because i was oh I yeah i, I don't i think i'd done about 30 laps around the pitch i think yeah i, I, still I, I was, we could I was on edge. that situation so for a nervous wreck like myself receiving texts is is Appreciated to keep me updated, but just thoroughly depressing. Yeah, I was walking around Keel listening to a DAB radio that didn't want to work ninety percent of the time, and I think I, it was that was even worse because I'd, I'd step into a step into a room and I'd have perfect signal. I'd hear a scream of Indians 
clearly very excited and then I'd lose connection for the next five minutes and I was desperately then trying to find out what on earth that was, whether it was just yet another overzealous appeal or whether it was actually yet another England wicket tumbling that away. sounds like the third umpire room, a, a sudden loss of signal. Mm, yeah, so <laughs> a sudden decision. A sudden I guess decision. The, I guess where we should start is selection. Do we think England got it right? And the no. answer's no. Um... <laughs> True, but if he'd have played best, would we have, would we Joe Root were bold? Probably at some point because I didn't. But he wouldn't. He wouldn't have ended up getting five of... five for eight though, would he? Let's be honest. If yeah, best played, he wouldn't not. have got five for eight. So I we, we, I think we probably not playing best got closer to well, supposedly winning the game than we would have if best played. That's a really wet, that's a really positive way of saying we completely balls it up and it nearly worked. Is it not? Yeah. I would yeah, say so. Yeah, yeah. Stuart Broad. The only way best best would have done something was with the bats, not with the ball. Did Stuart Broad bowl? He did, but he did absolutely nothing other than almost break his ankle and then massive footholes. Uh, I just how many, thought, how many overs did Bumra bowl? Naffle. Oh yeah, do you know yeah. what the best bit about this test is? For, apart from them footholes, mate, we'd won it been over in one day, but because the obviously the groundsman was on every bloody five minutes. That delayed it for you know was it every about every five minutes? One the the groundsman was back on. Don't look great though. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'd say I'd have been moaning, but yeah, I mean, he's paving slab on a pole, just slapping the ground over and over again. <laughs> like that's ever going to do much. Yeah, mm. I, I I thought they got the selection wrong, but it almost paid off getting it wrong because Shay Root probably bowled earlier than he would have done. But then saying that, I don't think Don Bess is necessarily any worse bowler than. Root maybe they'd have bought the spinners on a little bit earlier than instead of. For me, they carried on India, too long. India bowled eleven overs of seeing up in the game. I yeah. I just don't think you can look at the bowlers. We bowled India out for hundred and forty, and if you bowl someone out for hundred and forty when they're batting in the second innings, you're not going to win a game, are you? Like they've, they've got hundred and forty, and you've still not won a game. So. Talk oh, to yeah. the into club issue. cricket. If you bowl someone out for hundred and forty, you fully expect. Yeah. Well, all we had to do was get 200 in that first innings and we'd probably win the game. Yeah. Mm. Wow. That's well, we, we, were, we were 70 for two as well, so... Wow, that's where I'm going to go to next because that next thing I've got written down is players, forget bowlers, batting. So, I'm with you. As much as I thought they got a selection wrong, I don't... That wasn't the... Why the, the bowling the wasn't the problem. No, that isn't why we've lost the game. The we've pitch lost the game and obviously the batting wanted. Yeah, we'll what get on to the 30, pitch. Don't worry. Thirty <laughs> or forty wickets foul tip, legitimate mm. straight deliveries. So what? What are we saying then, batting wise? Well, hey, who who, who, are, who time, are the issues, we, or what is the? What issue? we say every time we go and tour anywhere in Asia is we're just not good enough against spin. It just reeked of a team who were, had their heads absolutely cabbaged because they were worried it was going to rag square. Which, to be fair, every now and again it did. But if your head's telling you it's going to rag square almost every ball, it's very, very hard to get out of your mind that it's not going to rag square and then you end up getting beat on the outside edge. The only thing I've ever got to, com- to compare about it, because obviously I've never, first and foremost, never faced high-quality spin bowling consistently. Because he's normally out by then. A, because I'm normally out, <laughs> and B, because we haven't got very many good ones in the North Staff South Cheshire, and three, 
The only decent spinner that I've ever faced was Shahid Mahboob from Crew, and he was about 65 years old at the time. Oh, was that when they had him and George Ard in, in yeah, the used to that, play on, on, that, on the same the only, wicket all season? That's the only comparison I can give in club cricket terms, is Crew used to play on two wickets all season, and they used to bowl 54 overs of spin. 27 from Shahid Mahboob and 28 from George Hardy. Now, don't get me wrong, one of them's played international cricket and one of them's played first-class cricket, so it's not a bad I time. know I've had a drink, mate, but 28 at 27 doesn't equal 54. No, it equals 55, mate, which is how many overs we play. <laughs> so if it's 54, mate, then we were an over short somewhere. But You I'll definitely said 54, out. then. You definitely said yeah. 54. I might have done, but at least I know how to count. <laughs> um... So yeah, so that's my only comparison. But all I'll say to you is, if you think every ball's going to turn, you play as if everyone ball's going to turn. But if you think, if you're not sure, then I was always personally taught to play it as if it's not going to spin. And then if it takes the outside edge, it takes a glove, then fair dues. You just nod your head. It's like, um, I've only really ever played one game where someone was genuinely swinging it, like hooping it in and out, like the same bowler. And I generally had no idea what to do. So I asked the guy at the other end and he said, well, I was always taught just play for the in-swinger because then at least you've got your stumps and your pads covered. And then if he does bowl an out-swing and it gets you outside edge, you just go fair dues, mate. Thanks very much. Did you get bowled at the end or not? Uh, no, I think I got out to the guy at the other end. But ironically, the guy who gave me the advice um, snicked off about two balls later to an out-swinger. <laughs> so at least he, who was least the he bowler? Uh, the bowler... A great North Staffordshire, South Cheshire cricket. Can I get? Can I take a mate. guess? You take it's second team, mate. Oh, so second team. Yeah, I, I was going to go Greg Willett, but <laughs> no, no, Greg Willett just had straight ball or a big in swinger. That was about it. Uh, well, not like not like. I was going to say you're very, making very, him sound like he's pretty average. Yeah. To be fair, <laughs> he's not <laughs> very average. Yeah. The two that he's got are very very good, and I they're too good for me, but. I wouldn't say he genuinely yeah. swung one away from me. Uh, no, like I say, if, if he ever did listen to us, which he probably didn't, we've kind of yeah. lost a follower there. Yeah, <laughs> no no disrespect, obviously, of course, Mr Willett, sorry. Um, no, it was a guy called Mike Worthington from Oakmore, playing at Oakmore second. I've now, heard the name. Now, I've heard the Mike name. Worthing- yeah. I worked with Mike Worthington. He's a head of P and head of sixth form at the Kings down in Kidsgrove. And I can com- Firm that he does listen to the podcast, so he'll probably be absolutely delighted now that if when he it's when he gets to like hear them. When you're about fifteen and you've never like you just got this guy trundled, he looks like he's trundling in, balls decent gas for second team, balls about three overs of massive out hoopers, and then all of a sudden one just comes booming back in at you. That's pretty scary <laughs> because you just don't know what to do. <laughs> but in terms of like genuine doing do you know what I mean? So that's my only comparison. So surely to me, like, I don't know about you guys, but when I was being coached when I was a junior and stuff, like I got told, try if your technique's pretty good, you shouldn't be getting out bold. Certainly if you're a batsman. And we had an awful lot of people getting out bold in LBW, which wasn't great. So I don't no, think we could really get coached on our batting, could we, Tim? <laughs> no, mate, not. <laughs> no, I think you'd need a lot of coaching. But I was, it was interesting listening to Mark Butcher saying that he thought the reason, because KP, KP was typical KP. When we were skittling the Indians, it was an horrendous pitch. As soon as they were skittling us, it was, there was nothing wrong with the pitch. It's all about the English batsmen. I feel like he was trying to talk himself 
into the consultant's job, if I'm honest. The end um, of the day with Kevin Peterson, that, right? Who did he always get out to? Well, well I know, he used to get out to spinners anyway. Left arm spinner every time, and you always get him on the pad, so he can't really say anything, can he? Well, I know, mate, and I, I was thinking that while listening to him, but I thought Butch got it quite right. He was saying the, the issue with the pitch was you couldn't pick which one was going to turn square and which one was going to shoot on and, and hit you on the pads. And he says you can no longer play half and half like he used to and every other player, like he was saying, Son or Gavaskar would have done. He says you can't play like that anymore, playing for and thinking you're safe if you on the pads because DRS has now got rid of got rid of any real chance of being given not out now against the spin and I'm sort of saying that, that that's what why batsmen are now struggling way more than they used to against against the spinners I think England actually had in the second innings had a, weirdly like a decent idea it was literally you've probably got 20 minutes for the ball's got your name on it hasn't it, to be honest but then we just chose the wrong shot to go after I think the idea of getting on with it a bit was the right idea that's because prob- really positive slant on saying that we took a bit well, of a yeah. punt and it wasn't very good. But in half an hour on that pitch, there's going to be probably two or three balls with your name on it, aren't there? And I think you've got the right idea of going for it. But like Bairstow, first ball, tries to slog it. And then obviously he got away with it, didn't he, with the review. But like I think you still needed to choose the right one. But I do, you know, I do think they had they got kind of the right idea. I think one day, a one-day inning style was, was obviously got to be the plan because of the pitch, but did it just me thought it was the wrong mindset that they seemed to have, that it's, well, the ball's coming for me any time in the next 10 minutes, so I've just, I, I understand that. I understand there's going to be good balls that come, but surely as an international cricketer, you shouldn't be going out there thinking, well, I'm going to get out in the next 10 minutes. Like, surely that isn't the isn't the correct way to go about it, even if it is the truth of, of the matter. I think Sibley's was the one, wasn't it? Because Sibley isn't that sort of player, is he? If he'd have literally just said, right, I'll try and dig in for half an hour, and you've got your Bairstow's and whatever route you can try and get on with a bit more. And if, you know, he'd have stayed there and them two could have, you know, pushed the scoring on a bit. But he literally tried, you know, slap one to mid-wicket and then got caught, didn't he? Was he caught behind? And it's like uh, he's the main. He swept on Indian top edge this up, yeah. Yeah, it's like he's you know he was the main one that's going to stay there, and you've got the other players that can push it on. Um, so I think you know he, he probably should have stayed there and tried to anchor it a little bit, you know, as best as he could, and then the rest should have tried got on with it a bit more. I think I think they, they did. I just don't think they've got the plan or the mindset to deal with it. I think some people are going about they should move move the feet more and get towards the ball more. Obviously, yeah, you, can do, just need you to... could do that though, and then that ball could hit some. It's in turn square, well, and you're stumped, the... aren't you? Do you know what I mean? Well, that's the that's the point, isn't it? That's the thing. Well, on them sort of wickets, though, either you can you can try and block it. it can be a decent length ball. You can spit at you. You can hit your glove and you're caught. You can come halfway down. You get stumped. You can try and go after it and get caught. It's literally like you've got 20 minutes and try and do what your best you can. That's that's kind of how it was. We've also got the the thing that you're missing out here is the. Uh the bit about in the Reds, I think they're still absolutely cabbage by left arm spin. We, we've never been able to play. It's just, look at what Jadeja does to us every time we go over there. Um, it's not great. No, left arm spin is, does appear to be on out there, worrying me. I am thinking of taking it up for this year, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I thought that. I did wonder if Joffrey was going to start bowling some of his left arm leggies at one did point. Did someone said one of the commentators that Ben Stokes was bowling the oh, yeah. spin and training, and yeah, he can he actually turn it square? Do you not remember him? He, he bowled an over a spin in the UAE against Pakistan just to get him through to lunch in that game that was like the world's biggest ball draw. Did yeah, he did. Yeah, he did bowl an over a spin. I remember watching <laughs> him thinking, "What on up with from I'm watching." And I say Joffrey can bowl a few left arm leggy, so I was a bit disappointed he didn't come on just for a. It's like a lot of the commentators have said, obviously, we picked the wrong side, which obviously now you're going shades, aren't you? But they said all through the the training sessions, the ball was, you know, seeming and swinging around corners. And I know obviously the pitch was obviously going to be a lot worse, but then the day best could have come on, probably got two for 80 on a pitch like that. That ain't going to do anything, is it? But as soon as they've got 150, you know, they've got more than enough runs. Right, I'm going to move it on because I think we're all desperate to talk about it. But what do you boys make of the pitch? Because the pitch to most people, I think, who weren't Indian or Australian or Kevin Peterson, was a pile of crap. And there's no way a five-day test match should be done in two days. And you can't say it isn't a bad pitch when... Injury were bowled out for one four five and collapsed from what was it like ninety odd for two. So what what do you make of the pitch? Do you think the pitch was bad or do you think actually we're just using it as excuses, which is what Nathan Lyons basically tried and Ravi Ashwin and Virat Kohli have all basically tried to say. Turner, we know what John O'Fear said halfway through <laughs> the second day, mate. So um, I'll let John O go first. Yeah, it was shit, mate. <laughs> Uh, you said it looked a good track at one point. I, I can't show well, the yeah, screenshot, that was, can that, I? Was a, that was about four days out. That was the problem. <laughs> about four days before the game started, it looked like a really good test match pitch. It looked like there'd be a bit in it for everyone. Then we started playing and we realised it was an absolute snake pit. Yeah. It, uh, it, you know, it, it wasn't the best. Absolutely, well, absolutely shite is what it was. What made me laugh, was it someone put that tweet up to an internet and I, I shared it? And he was on about, you know, when Broad got, was it 8 for 15 or something, was it? And they were saying, something like, daft. they were saying, like, the, the two first innings in this test. Uh, no, no, it wasn't. It was the Adenley one. That's what it was. The Adenley test. You know, when Stokes got yeah, yeah. 130 yeah, yeah. not out. I'm sure everyone saying, knows yeah. the Adenley test, mate. <laughs> and the first two innings of this test was higher than the first two innings of the Adenley one. But then he didn't add on the fact that there were 600 runs scored after that in the two innings compared to what? 80 all out and obviously you know, they're not off and none but there's like 220 runs and that's, that, that's kind of what you seem to be getting on Twitter at the minute don't you because all these Indian fans are trying to stick up for themselves and all that I've but in the end the, of the day the thing is about the the Trent Bridge pitch where you you know you were right though what you said because that was the other one that they mentioned wasn't it yeah the uh, the heading road not the heading list, the broad Trent at Trent Bridge, Bridge. got 8 15 they were saying oh well no one was saying anything when he got 8 15 well yeah that's because there was about 800 runs scored in the rest of the match. The yeah, actually, when got, you actually look to the we got, three, we got 300 and summit, then they got 300 and summit. And then I think there was a little, a little bit more. Did we have to knock them off or did we win by an innings? I can't remember, but there was like nearly 800 runs scored. Trent Bridge has always been a decent win, hasn't it? Just look at this. Like, don't get me wrong. No one batted very well. First innings in particular. Like we, I think we've given up in the second innings. But... Um, I mean, they're sick in innings. But in terms of, like, the shortest amount of balls in an entire test match, 
Like, it, there's not been a, a quicker test match since before the Second World War, something like 1935. Like, is that a good thing? I don't get me wrong. I wouldn't be asked if we'd won because I'd just say, oh, happy days. But <laughs> sure, surely I'm some, someone could make an argument that that's got to be toss. It's a five-day yeah. test match. It's lasted a day and a half. I was bored shitless for three I, days. I just think if it lasts four days, fair enough. Take whatever, even, even three, do you know what I mean? To be done in a day and a half, more or less. It's like, how can you even explain that? If India, if we'd have got balled up for whatever we did, and India gone and got 300, 350, fair enough, we were just shit, basically. But for you know, both teams to what to not even get 300 combined in the first innings when the first innings is the best time to bat. Joe yeah. Root had a bowling average before the game of 47, then he got five for eight. That's like me coming on, trundling my arm over and getting five for eight. Well, from the message I had off you earlier, mate, you're on about bowling this year. Yeah, well, I, I think I proved myself that, that there's something in it, for sure. <sighs> something, something I just need to loosen off, do you know what I mean? The cobwebs. The cobwebs. Yeah, I think any anyone neutral or English is always going to say the pitch is bad, and I agree. I thought it was... Dreadful. People can go on about the green seamers in England, and don't get me wrong, Lords against Ireland was quite bad. And actually, Root was the one who came out and said it was bad. But at the end of the day, even a green seamer, you, you're going to get four days of play out of it because it gets better for the batsman. And the issue was that was never going to get bat- better. There was never going to be... No batsman was ever going to go out there and be able to last 150, 200 balls, which is what you would expect from it's at like least in New Zealand, a few was it to play West Indies? And you looked at it and it was proper green. And they ended up getting like 525, wasn't it, or something like that? Oh, yeah, just because it green. And, and what's made me laugh is some of these Indian fans have gone, oh, yeah, but what about when it's, you know, swinging round corners at, you know, at Lords? I'm like, mate, the overhead conditions has nothing to do with the pitch. If it's, if it's cloudy and everything, it's going to swing. It's, you know, if it's baking hot day, it's probably not going to swing as much. It's nothing to do with the pitch. Yeah, again. How does I'd... Joffa Archer bat eight? Says Nick. What a great question. If I had the answer, <laughs> I'd tell you. <laughs> well, I think I might have an answer, but I'm not sure it's the answer you're really looking for. Yeah. It's because the, th- the three below him are even worse. Yeah. I think I think Jack Leach can bat. Do you? I mean, they're can, they're most can... in line of the problems of our batting lineup then. <laughs> Mate, he got 91 against Ireland. What a side there. Yeah. He explained everything with what you just said in the second part of that sentence against Ireland. Ireland, yeah. I think, don't get me wrong, they can obviously all hold a bat, but I don't think that makes you a number eight or a number I nine think it's at, more the at fact test match level. We, I think we say it every week, don't we? Or every time he comes out to bat uh, and we're in a bit of a hole and we just say, oh, don't worry, everyone says that Joff can bat. Joff can bat. <laughs> everyone, say, everyone says it. I have still never, other than the IPL, Headingly, Headingly's the only time no, I've no. seen him. The only time I've bat. seen him. Oh, no, he, ma- he didn't look like he could bat at Headingly either. Don't forget, he just larrupped them over the leg side. Like, oh, yeah, I'm classing that as batting, even if it is yeah. absolutely yeah. The best I've seen him bat was on Twitter in that Sussex second 11 when he got 60 yeah. or just slapping yeah, it. Yeah, just slapped it for Sussex second 11. That's the best I've ever seen. He should bat 10. I think he should yeah, go Anderson 11, Archer 10, Broad 9, Leach 8. From, from that side that we've played. That's that's what we should normally obviously be like, you know, we might have best or whatever, but from that tide that we've played, it should have been Leach, Broad, Archer, Anderson. I think maybe 
that it the fact that we're worried about whether our number eight can bat maybe says a lot more about our top seven than it does about maybe our tail enders, I think, as well. A lot of sides who don't they now have an number eight they can bat. If you look at yeah. Bingland's first team at the men, well, you've, got, you've, you've got a lad like Aid Lalo yeah. coming in at number eight, mate, and what, what a player, do you know what I mean? <laughs> How did I know he'd be brought back to that? Ah, oh, dear. Uh, something off the pitch then, because I think we're going to depress ourselves. In fact, we'll do a couple of things off the pitch, because otherwise we'll depress ourselves. There was umpiring and commentary. Now, I know these have been done oh, to death, but oh, don't, I'm don't assuming... Know. I thought you said you were going to get away from the depressing stuff. Yeah. Well, we're not is... going to mention gonna what our and... chat said. Yeah, we won't. No, but I'm going to... Yeah. <laughs> I might lose my job if I start talking about that. <laughs> But my one question as to you and to everyone listening is what was worse, the the actual commentary or the umpiring? Which was more biased? And I'm the still commentary. struggling to work it out. The commentary was worse, but the umpiring was pretty. Like, I can, I, I can deal with people being inept. It just means you're shit. Like, people not being very good at the job, that's, well, it's not fine, but do you know what I mean? I understand that. You're just not very good or you're corrupt as fuck. Whatever it comes under, you're just not very good. Thanks very much. But I will not tolerate. I say I won't tolerate. I'm asking what I suppose. I, I suppose I will tolerate. <laughs> yeah, but like legends of Test match cricket offering fans on in the car park because they disagree with them when they are actually factually incorrect. It's baffling. <laughs> I was always taught the first the first rule of having an argument is always make sure you're factually correct when you have an argument. If not, you find a losing battle straight away, and. I've never heard anything like it. It did make me laugh, though. Oh, I've got, I've got no, to admit, it, it did it make me laugh. No, it wasn't anything <laughs> to be laughed at. It was cringeworthy. It's just that like, he's offering someone on in the car park. I was like, fair enough. You know, at least he's backing himself. I mean, there's oh, backing yourself and then there's making a tool of yourself. He's too old to be like offering doing, aren't people <laughs> in the car park. Sonal Gavisker uh, is 71 years old. Jesus. But at 71, he'd still go out there and score a ton on that pitch because there was no wrong with it. So he says, just reading the articles here, Sonal oh, Gavaskar blames England's weak mindset, not the pitch. Test batsmen yeah. are not able to handle turn or straight at delivery, says Sonal Gavaskar. The Hindu oh. Times, not the Oasis album. I mean, like... Hindu Times? Hindu, what a name. The actual Hindu Times. <laughs> what a not name. Like, not like the early 2000s Oasis album, but says... Some extreme criticism of the pitch, uh, really extreme and not fair. Um, oh. I hate to tell him, I think it was fair. All I'll, all I'll say is, I know which side his bread is buttered. At the end of the day, <laughs> if we had a say, if we, you know, when New Zealand play probably India in this Test Championship, and we will make it to Green Seamer, do you think do. in the first innings it's probably going to be over 300 runs? No. no nothing wrong with the pitch. <laughs> I'm hoping not. Hey Turner, is the Mike Worthington who's doing the uh, doing the pod? Is that the Mike Worthington? It was the Mike early? Worthington, but he was struggling to, also, to hear, as he said. So he's going to. Who's just back. commented this? It was like a big Len pitch. Yeah, well, if they, if they think it's like a big Len pitch, mate, then you'd have to bounce to be like a big Len pitch for starters. <laughs> Thinking of. I hope Adrian's the grounds for lesson because he normally does lessons. So I had a little visit to Adrian Myatt on Friday night, actually. Yeah, you know them scooters in the chest? Have you seen them? Oh, the scooters in the 
Yeah. Me, me, and the, me and the doe had a little go out on them. That's and we said, oh, well, I'll... And we had a little, you know, we had a little go up, and Lucas nearly, you know, broke his neck on it. Standard. Great stuff. <laughs> you weren't invited, mate. Not inviting the chairman. Shocking. Shocking behaviour. I don't know if this actually is Parky, but this gibberish name says it's Parky. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, if it is Parky, welcome. Uh, a, uh, oh, yeah, it is. Because he was in a quiz with Allsager on Friday. He did say that. <laughs> Judas. <laughs> Just looking at a bit of the reaction as well to the game, uh, I've got to say I loved Virat Kohli's claiming that it was a great pitch to bat on. And I've also enjoyed Nathan Lyon coming out today and making out as if it was... It was perfectly fine, and they'd they'd have been fine. I think a bit rich coming from a bloke who got absolutely bludgeoned yeah. around by coming, Indians. Coming from a side end. that lost on an absolute road at home, but you know, yeah, uh, it's never stops an Australian getting in mm. a good story. Coming it? from a bloke that you know, if he could literally catch a ball that was thrown at him, they'd have won the Ashes. But ooh, ooh, someone can go there. Oh, Gary the Goat couldn't catch a simple throw back to him. Quick one before we have a little ad break and talk about the fourth test and what that's going to bring. Anyone become a bigger fan of the BCCI yet, or are we still all hating them? Do we even need to answer that, mate? Ah, just just wondered. I, I'm pretty sure yeah. it was put out there on Twitter that they may be ruining cricket with their bad pitches, bad umpires, bad Well, commentary. the two things I've said is they just want the most money and they want the best side, and that's, that's it. And I feel like Chantel's coming to have a look at the dog. Seems that way, doesn't it? <laughs> Either that or if she talks to Jono like that, then I'm a bit concerned. Yeah. You, you, better, log off. you better log off now, Jono, to be fair. <laughs> I think he's gone. I think he's done I think, a runner. I think Jono's rolled over, like... mate. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, while we let Jono um, have his toilet break or wherever he's gone, we'll quickly play an advert and then we'll get on to the fourth test. Looking for a new cricket equipment partner for yourself or your club can sometimes be tricky with so many options to choose from. How do you make the right choice? When you want quality, value and service, there really is only one place to start. For more than a decade, Woodstock Cricket has been producing award-winning, high-performance cricket bats from their Shropshire workshop. Matched with their classy soft goods, luggage and accessories, Woodstock Cricket really do tick all the boxes. Get in touch with Woodstock Cricket and find out why many loyal clubs, players and international customers can't be wrong at info at woodstockcricket.co.uk Right, um, hopefully Johnny might be back with us now. Uh, if not, we'll keep listening to the commentary involving... Now he's, had, now he's had his belly stroked. <laughs> my belly stroked, my head tickled. <laughs> we'll stop there. Don't, don't want to know. Um, so, we have still got a test match to go. We could still conceivably draw... Forfeit it. I think we could draw, forfeit it. No, let's, let's be serious about it. We could, we could draw the series and get the Aussies into the World Test Championship final. That's almost as silly, mate, as Johnny putting 100 quid on England when the last one. 
Correct. First thing, first thing though, I would say I expect the pitch to either be an absolute road. Well, I, well, I just, I'm expecting it to be a road. I'm going to be honest. I think they will go with an absolute road so that no one criticizes. Both teams will probably score some at daft and it'll be the biggest board draw we've ever seen. That no, basically they'll guess. they'll score some at daft. They'll probably we'll get seven hundred. We'll get two hundred we'll if that. Yeah, that. we'll bat again and probably won't even make three hundred in the two innings, and then <laughs> series done, isn't it? I, uh, I be a bit more positive, man. Disagree heavily. I believe it is going to be a ranked tournament just to prove some kind of point. All I'll say to the probably two people that are listening: back India to win. Adriel Beaver's has been poured. Got some good service going on there, dude. What's this? Uh, Aid's oh, betting yeah. service. He's back in heavily. Yeah. Back uh, in. Honestly, wow. mate, uh, honestly, that's all you need to do. Yeah, I think India are still going to be the favourites, aren't they? I don't. I still think they would want to win 3-1. Um, and if they do want to win 3-1, then it's going to be another ranked team, as you say, but I wouldn't be surprised with the politics involved if they um, if they choose to make it a little bit more of a road just to. Just I think to it'll be better them. than the last oh, one. Just hey up, that's a squeaky toy enough. Jeez. I think it'll be better than the last one just to, you know, so they don't get as much shit basically. Yeah, but I still think it will turn from probably day two, probably some like Oh yeah, probably. They just want to be careful, don't they? They don't want to repeat the first game because then there's a chance they could lose. And I'm sure, I'm sure the BCCI won't allow that. You get sacked if you make a pitch that might allow England to actually win a game. Like I say, if they'd have made it a road or series, we'd won four 0 Well, possibly so, possibly so. What lineup are we going for then for for England? Because I'm um, assuming we're expecting. Well, there's going to be changes. Guaranteed. I'm making one change. Only one? Wow. Yeah. Okay. I honestly think they'll only make one change. Because, then, like I said to you in the week, I says, what are you going to do now? You're going to bring Lawrence or Bracey in on a, pitch that's going to, on a pitch that's going to turn square. Say someone like Lawrence, which did look well in Sri Lanka, but then now he's, he hasn't got runs for the last few weeks, that he's got to come on something like that. Even <laughs> if he makes 20 or 30, you know, it's still going to be classed as a failure, even though on that sort of pitch, it's going to, you know, it's actually quite a good score. And then, obviously, because a lot of people just look at stats and they go, oh, we only average 20, don't ever play for England again. Whereas if he gets 30 on that, actually, it's a good knock, isn't it? And Bracey yeah. coming, on, coming in on his debut, you don't want coming in on your debut on something like that, do you? You don't want to, but I think they'd take it over not playing, I'll be honest with you. And I don't think you can go, you can't drop Burns last game and then now just suddenly bring him back in. No, I wouldn't bring Burns back in. For me, I'd bring yeah, in... rotation, mate. I bring in best for broad. That's all you'd make. You'd keep Jimmy in and you'd keep Archie. Yep. Yep. Well, Jimmy, let's Ooh. see. Well, they played a day and a half, mate. They've had a week's recovery. To me, I actually do like Stone. I act from, you know, I know Archer probably does care, but Stone looks like he's pushing it through. And even though Archer probably is, he, he just doesn't look it. I don't know, just from the outside. Looking on yeah, a tally, I know, like it. I know lots of people like to say Archer. You just don't want to know. He only likes white ball, but I think that's bollocks. If I'm honest, I, yeah, you, I think it is. You see how he runs. If, as soon as he has to chase something in the field, he f- throws himself. I felt, after it, I felt it was a bit harsh, dropping stone. To be fair, 
because actually he he, he bowled really well for his you know first test abroad like you know I don't think he was dropped though I think he was it was just the planned rotation I think that's the thing he talked to how England wants to go if England actually think they can draw the series then they're going to pick Archer aren't they they're going to pick Anderson Leach obviously plays and I think they're going to have to pick Bess aren't they because he's yeah. probably going to turn so yeah. that, they're your four bowlers I don't think they'll change any of the batting because they've dropped Burns so you know you're not going to go well. You've all failed. No one's done anything. You can't go. You can't drop one and not drop another. Do you know what I mean? Mm, I you think you could. You can't go to Pope. Could. You can't go to Pope and go. Well, you haven't done very well this game. But then he'll go. Well, I don't... you tell me someone that's batted well apart from Crawley in that first innings, which he should have gone on. You can't go. Well, apart from Crawley, you tell me then. Everyone else should have been dropped. Mm, you could say that. I reckon you could say that though. Most games of cricket, you could, I honestly you think have that argument. one change. I thought that's all they'll do. Out of you than me, drop I them think... all. Drop them all. I no, I'm that... saying I think they won't. They won't change any of the batting. That's what I'm saying because they can't. Because if you're if you're like on the selection, you can't go well. Oh yeah, he hasn't done very well, so we'll drop him. Oh, yeah, he hasn't done it very well. We'll drop him. You'll end up playing with eight bowlers. Well, see, I think. I don't think they will make any changes to the batting, but I think that's where they'll go wrong because I think you've brought Johnny Bairstow in as a plain spin specialist and he's failed. And I know he's been away and I know he did okay in Sri Lanka and I love Johnny Bairstow and I wanted him to succeed. But I think playing him in this game, knowing full well that, let's be honest, you're not picking him as soon as we're playing New Zealand back in the summer, I think it's an absolute waste to give him another game. I would well, rather him, but he'll play Donald. <laughs> I'd rather play Dan Lawrence or change the order around a bit and fit Dan Lawrence in later or even give Bracey his debut because he's been on tours to, to India and stuff with Lions and whatever and, and let him have a go. I'd rather use the game to give someone else a go than it almost what feels like do? it'd be put a waste of that. three? No, I would, well, I, would put, I would probably put either Bracey... Well, it depends on Stokes. If Stokes isn't fit enough to bowl... And they were to say that I'd move Stokes up to three. Just thing is, even game. if he is though, you need to play your four bowlers. Then Root is your fifth bowler, and Stokes if you need him. In in, well, yeah, in, England, in, in England, it's completely different, isn't it? Root hardly bowls in England because basically, if, if we play Leach against New Zealand, he's not going to bowl much. But well, in I India, Leach against England to be fair, but that's against in England. But that's another point for another mm, day, I would say. But you know. You'll have if so just because they're probably going to pick Bess, aren't they? Now it's probably going to be well, Bess, and to, Bess and Leach, and you're probably going to play. They've just seen it rag square for mm. day and a half. It's going to be I Bess guess. and Leach that'll bowl what I don't know, fifteen to twenty overs each, depending on that. Obviously, it depends how long we're out there for. It's going to be Anderson because did he bowl that? Because did he even bowl? I in the don't second think. Innings? I'm not sure Anderson no. will play, mate. I just right. well, only, he didn't bowl in the second innings. Did he bowl about? What ten overs in the first innings? That's not, uh, you know, we played on a Saturday and bowled nine or ten overs, and then played on a Sunday. It's nothing bowling that sort of overs. Broad did nothing. So out of the can't two, if you want to get back, I can't and... believe you actually comparing playing <laughs> in the middle of one of the hottest countries in the world to opening yeah. up on a Saturday and Sunday in the Stone. Fa- Factor fifty would have done me nothing over there. You'd be dead, mate. <laughs> Mate, this is coming from the lad that burnt inside an airport. I did want to burn inside an airport. Great story, great day for another time. (laughs) And that is also one of the best stories I've heard. 
is that Jono had got an umbrella up when we were playing cricket because he was sat in the shade and said he can burn in the shade. Also but true. I would say, but no, you can't burn in the shade. Too, you can burn through a mate. window when the sun's coming through the window, but you can't burn in the shade. Yeah, you can burn in anything, mate. If it's sunny, you can. You burn. can. End of. Yeah, don't argue but, with the science teacher on this, dude. I think you're going to go oh, end yeah. up down, down a slippery slope there, mate. But yeah, it's going to be Leach, Bass and Ruth be your spinners. Probably Anderson because... If you want to get back on the series, you want Anderson over Broad, let's be honest. Surely, if you're going to pick like one and a half seamers, because you, you one and a half is one, you pick one good one, and Anderson's the best one. Yeah. Half is someone to bowl. To I th- I'm going to go, so right? My outside shout. I'm going Anderson and Stone. It won't happen, but I'd like to see that. Stone and Wood. I'm going to. Wood, yeah. Wood. I forgot he was there. Wood's there. I think Wood will definitely play. I, and I, I think Anderson Wood. Anderson, I, Wood, Anderson Wood, Stokes, Root, Bess, Leach. Yeah. I have a feeling that they'll have already decided that they were only going to play Anderson and Broad. No matter how many overs they bowled, I think they'll have already decided they were only going to play two games each. And so this last game, I would not be surprised because Stone's only played one and Wood hasn't played any. If you see so what do you, what do you like, honestly think now? I know obviously like I, I listened to the Sky Sports one. What do you think currently, how they've done rotation-wise, well, like they've said, Georgia's at the end of the year. Because if we lose this, win the T20 World Cup and then win the Ashes away and beat India at home, do they I'll say... I'll be hammered. Do Wilkes they say has this? Wilkes has already gone home, whoever's just said that. Pike, I think. Pike. Wilkes, Wilkes do, is not do playing you say, a single test in Sri Lanka or India and has now gone home for a rest. <laughs> yeah. Men- but it is a mental health rest, I guess. Yeah, well... Mm, Go on then, dude. Um, I forgot what I was saying now. Now John is asking about you're asking about um something about come the end of the year or something. Oh like yeah, come the end of the year. If we lose this three one, maybe draw against New Zealand, whatever. Beat India at home, beat Australia away, and win the T Twenty World Cup. Do you say the rotation's been a success then? Because at the minute you're going to say no because you sent Butler home. I think, and, it, I think you know, it's already been a success because they've protected people's mental health and. Let's be honest, even having Butler there and having Johnny Bairstow there maybe for the first few, I don't think it would have made an ounce of difference. I think if we'd if have I'm lost that honest, first I one, think... if, we'd, if we'd lost the first one, I think loads of people would have been like, yeah, rotation's fine because we're never going to get anything. But I think 1-0 up in a four-match series, they expect you to at least win one of the next three, don't they? Yeah, wrongly, but yeah, I think I think people probably do. You've won one, so they it, think it you're is win wrongly. More. But also, we absolutely battered him for this game, like just to pick up one scrapey win. It, it, I don't know. Maybe maybe if we win there, and which we probably won't, but you know, I, but, I still think it's been a successful tour because then everyone said anything better than losing four 0 was a success, and we've not lost four 0 So I think. It's been a successful tour. You can't help the fact there's been two shit pitches. You can't help the fact our batting's poor. That's something they need to learn on. But I also don't think that top seven, no matter which players you pick, will struggle at home. I think at home we'll be all right. don't necessarily mm. think they'll be amazing. I think we're still one or two away from being a good top set, a really good top seven, like, say, New Zealand have got. Clearly, we're, and probably India have got, we probably are a little bit short still. But... I don't think we're a bad side. We just are really, really struggling, struggle to adapt to 
to that, um, which hopefully we will now we will sort and we'll get better at one day. But a bit like uh, who was it? Someone said the other day. They said at the end of the day, do you do you actually think it is worth spending all this time? trying to teach people how to play spin when you only play there for four weeks every four years or is it utterly pointless I think it's pointless because in Sri Lanka you're going to beat Sri Lanka no matter what at the minute because like I say they played well in that second test and ended up bottling didn't they Pakistan from what I've seen in the PSL mate it's an absolute road you can get 200 and you'll lose I think yeah. every single every single team has won batting second because even if they've got 190 they've won but it's like when we watched that South Africa series against Pakistan. It was, I think, it was more seamless that we're doing it, doing something. Oh yeah, it's not a spin. It's not particularly. Mm. There is stuff there for the spin. Yeah, like but it's not. Dry, but... It's not like how it is here. No, it's not um, like India. Yeah, uh, um, even though it's next door to India. Well, yeah, it is in Liverpool. I don't know. You know, we, we've done well. Get that first win, and then, you know, obviously, you know, if. No, we have, but they've also changed the pitch to suit them, haven't they? If we'd have lost that first test, we'd have probably played in that for four games. Yeah. Well, we'd have played on for at least the next game anyway. Mm. So, Johnny, what what team are you going for then? What, what what do you predict they will go with? Not necessarily what you would pick, um, what do you think they will go with? They'll go with the same, I think. I no, think, no, obviously not. Bonner. I think Bess will play, and I think not, Bess will come in for... As in England. Bess will, I think Bess will come in for one of... Anderson or Broad. I think Archer will play unless they rest in for Stoner or Wood. Uh, but I think Bess comes back in. Leach still plays. Batsman as you were. I don't think they'll make anything drastic. But looking at the dude, pitch, it looks exactly the same again, so I wouldn't expect anything different. Dude, you're just getting Leach for Broad, yeah? Uh, best for broad, mate. Uh, yeah, sorry, best for broad. Even I'm I think it's kind say... of kind of cemented that Leach is the best spinner, though. Oh yeah, yeah. Because in the summer, in obviously South Africa did well, didn't he, Bass? But it's cemented that Leach is the best spinner. Oh yeah, Leach is the best the spinner. Was, but... in when in South Africa, Don Best bowled so well in spells, you were allowed to ignore the fact that he bowled some absolute toilets. Whereas... And also in South Africa, we'd got like four hundred, haven't we? So yeah. there was no if he you know if he went for yeah whereas now four and over he's bowled he can't so against much India, shit he's bowled so much shit but still got wickets all everyone's focusing on is the fact that he's bowled a bag of shit that's what I was going to mention actually I said Go to on. you two didn't in that chat you know if you if you Luke just say that England top seven or whatever any any top seven you Luke and you think if you're going to be off decent test cricket you want to be averaging about forty don't you. Just, yes. that's, that's the sort of average, isn't it? In bowlers, 25-ish, yeah, maybe. 25 to, 25 to 27, yeah. maybe. Whereas you look at this, probably, just say from the second test, if you've averaged 20 with the bat, you've probably done well. And with the ball, spinner-wise, you're probably averaging about 10 to 15, aren't you? And it's yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's not, you know, all these people go, go on about, oh, yeah, well, he averages this, he averages that. You, you can't go and expect someone like Joe Root, who has got, what, average before this series, like 100 and... He was over 100, wasn't it? You mm-hmm. can't expect him going now be like, well, oh, he's averaged 40 in this series. Because even if he averaged 40, his test average is literally, what? 50. Close to 50. 
and now they'd be like, oh well, he's he's, he's done poor because it's lower than his test average. If he if he got forty in both innings, England would have won. Do you know what I mean? It's like oh, yeah, I think it's, te- a, it's a, test cricket at the end of the day. You should be averaging time. at least three hundred in the first innings of a test, not getting three hundred between the all the innings combined. Oh yeah, I think no matter what happens, we're gonna get we'll we'll always go back to the pitch, and I think. Stats are all well and good, but obviously, as you say, you can't do much about a bad pitch. If doesn't matter who you are, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna score many runs on that. I think, I think you you may be right. They may they may just make the one change. I I wouldn't be shocked to see more changes to the bowlers just because of that rotation policy. And I think Wood will get a game just because. What otherwise? Why why bring him back in time for this last game? Why not bring him? He's also staying for the Sam ODI series, though, isn't he, in the 2020 series? Yeah, but yeah, but if he was just coming back for them, then why not come back with the rest of the lads a week later? Why has he come back a week earlier? That would be my, and that would be the my only problem if England make too many changes is people will go, well, they give up, and they'll go, mm. well, oh, they've made four changes because they don't think they're going to win. Well, I don't think it's pretty well recorded that we're going to be making changes, so I don't think they're yeah. going to make any changes. At I don't think that's position. a problem. I think we'll make. I think they'll make two, maybe three changes. I think they should make a change to the batting because, as I say, I wouldn't play Bairstow, but I don't think they will. I think batting will be the same. You'll see Bess in, Wood in. And I, I wouldn't be shocked to see Stone. I'd like him to keep Jimmy in because I do think Jimmy's the best bowler, but I just think, knowing England, they will have already pre-planned what they're going to do and so we'll see it'll be interesting either way I'm sure the one thing I, I would say is that no matter who we pick I think we're going to we're good enough to put up a fight if we if the, if they turn up and and play to the best so hopefully they do what are we actually hope what would you want to see obviously you want to see us win but if, if we're not to win yeah, just take nasty, it. Just take it four nasty. or five days. Yeah, bit of nastiness, bit of bottle. Take it as far as you possibly can. If you're not going to win, if you're not going to win, make it as damn difficult for them to win as humanly possible. That's all I want. I'd really like someone just to shove it to clear out cold as well. That'd be nice. Hmm. Would Would you Would you be by that then? Would you be bothered if we saw a repeat of maybe the last test whereby Root is having a bit of. Uh, argument a bit of argy bargy at times with um, the umpire, or are you happy to see a bit more? No, didn't mind that. I, um, I don't think I he said, was actually having argy bargy, though, was yeah, he? I said it wasn't a great look for Virat Coley because he looked like he was having a full on ding dong, whereas Joe Root just looked like he was, he wanted some clarification. I think there was a very subtle difference with the two of them. And if I'd have been, I think he was quite restrained because certainly if it was me, I'd have been absolutely losing my rag because it's. It's not been very good, so I think he did. So a good I can't listen. Trying to make. I listened to that um, Sky Sports one with obviously Key Atherton, Usain, and uh, there's someone else on it, and they obviously they were on about um, obviously Root and Coley speaking to the umpires and that, and he was saying that about 20 years ago, it looked like someone was pointing at the umpire, you know, giving him a load like, and he was actually saying that's literally the only time he's done it. He's literally pointing, saying once, you know what I mean. And on the tally, it can look like a lot worse than what act- what's actually going on. You know, and, you know, like Root, because, you know, that last game, with the two or three decisions which could have gone England's way, obviously it probably wasn't going to change the result or whatever. And again, probably the same with this one. But, you know, once you've had four or five decisions that go against you, it builds up and builds up. And eventually you've got to say something, haven't you? And 
how it looked was Root actually wasn't being horrible or anything like that. It genuinely looked like he was just saying, because that last test wanted, the one before, we were all saying he needs to roll that on a bit more. He needs to roll it on. So, you know, because we all thought, oh, he's probably at the glove here. And he was checking the umpire to see if he'd inside edge it. As soon as he realised he hadn't inside edged it, that was it. Back to the on-field umpire, wasn't out. But if he'd have rolled it on, let's say five seconds later, he was out, wasn't he? So I think he was literally just trying to prove a point, which from what I, you know, I watched rugby on Saturday, it's up to the captain to go and speak to the umpire or official. It's when you get all the other players involved. But it literally, it just looked like Root was talking to him, saying, you know, we've had a couple of dodgy decisions, you know, we need to get on with it. We need to just, just check this, just check that, check the full thing. And you probably come to the right decision. And if, if it is that, you know, England have reviewed and it's wrong, fair enough. But there's been two or three where England have reviewed and if they'd have carried it on a bit longer, we'd have got the right decision. But, you know, they've not they've not done the right, you know, what they've done. But then, was it, who was it? Oh, it was when Root was batting, actually, wasn't it? They checked for about five or six minutes, checking absolutely everything. But then when we were bowling and, you know, trying to check for something which we thought might have been a glove or anything like that, as soon as there was one thing that wasn't out, that was it, straight back in on the on-field. Yeah, it's not out. I'm still not convinced that Jack Leach was out, to be honest with you. No, I wasn't convinced that Leach was out either. But I think we could we could put the world to rights all night and talk about the umpires. I think Luke didn't do anything wrong for me. I think Coley did the game before because of the fact of there's a manner about talking to people and I think he gets the manner wrong because, let's be honest, he is hot-headed. And I think he does. When he, whether it's just on the pitch, like some people are saying, and it might be lovely off it, but on the pitch, I think he's very um, headstrong, shall we say. Um, I honestly think, I think he's actually, you know, from things I've seen, you know, I've, I've never met the bloke and I'll never meet the bloke. But I do think off the field, he probably is a nice lad. Yeah, probably so. I think there's I'm, a lot you know, of I'm going to bring it up now. And, it, you know, you're never going to listen to our podcast. There's a lad from... Not Stone now, but I think he's going to Port Hill, Matt Coxon. Yes, he, Matt Coxon. Matt Coxon on the pitch, everyone says, gets in your face, all that. Not going to go into too much detail or whatever. But as soon as you finish I your games. As soon as you finish your, soon as you finish your games, but you know, he's the nicest lad going during. And people do change on the pitch, don't they? Because some people have just got I've got to win, I've got to win, I've got to win. White line fever. Mm. Do you want to do you want to divulge on Matt Coxon, or should we save that for another night, John? We should save that for another. We'll save that. Yeah, I'll save my pigeons. <laughs> right then, looking ahead past this fourth test, then obviously we'll see how it goes. We'll talk about it in a podcast, not the next one, but the one after. I'm sure we'll talk about it more. But just looking ahead at the summer and the Ashes, I think we've already mentioned it. But is anyone worried now? Because after the first test it was some people were out there raving we're gonna we're gonna win the world cup we're gonna beat india we're gonna go and win the ashes easy i for, for me it doesn't change anything i would still say that we're gonna probably draw with new zealand beat india we'll get far in the world cup whether we win or not it's another matter because anything can happen and, and something like that and i think we'll then give a good fight in Australia I don't think we'll win but I think we might nick a draw or may, might be a 2-1 loss but it'll be it'll be good and it'll be it'll be pretty pretty 
good display that we can be reasonably proud of. That's what I'm still thinking for the summer. I don't think it's checked for the summer unless you ever get anything to change for me. Like a, a marvellous England loss, one of those heroic losses that were very good. I'm going for a draw, if I'm honest. I think we might come away with a two-all draw, to be honest, because I don't you think the Aussies are the man the nine, that good. I don't for think me, the Aussies... Do you think we're winning two games in Australia? <laughs> for me, I think bowling will be fine because we'll end up having... We've, I think we've got... We play two out of uh, Wood, Archer and Stone, don't we, probably, in Australia? Out of the out of the three, you're going to play two at least, aren't you? It's going to be Anderson or Broad, probably. I think bowling wise will be all right. At least you can do it a good holding job. Now he's got back into it and that, and you'll probably have a couple overs in Stokes, a couple overs in Root. I think bowling's fine. In Australia, you've got to get probably four. If you bat first, you've got to get four hundred minimum, aren't you? Mm-hmm. And I think probably out of the ten innings, we'll get it two, maybe three times, and that's where we'll let ourselves down. That's where we won't win the series. Because all it takes for them... Game offers. I think we're better than the last time. Oh, there. yeah, I think we'll get a game. But like this, we can win one game, get 500, and then for the rest of the series, we've not made 500 combined, have we? Mm-hmm. But I think you you got to look at... Just, I don't, I'm not sure about Warren. I don't know if he will play or whatever. Smith and Lavashang will get the bulk 100. of their runs between them. Because even if one just stays in, he'll get 100, 250. Okay, New Zealand have been probably in the best side. Mm. New Zealand have been the best side, brilliant, like on paper, just their starting 11 the last, what, 12 months. And they lost 3 0, didn't they, last time they were there? And they've got a brilliant bowling attack. So. I think you've all been very pessimistic. I think we'll, I don't think we'll win, but I do think we'll, I don't think we're as, as bad as people are making out. I don't. I think the batting's better than people are making out, to be fair. I, I think, think on Flatwick, it's probably, yeah. I think yeah, if we I beat think... Indi- we beat India at home, mate, I'll be changing. I'll be saying we'll win the Ashes 5 0. But... <laughs> I, I think we'll be. I think when it comes to batting in Australia and England, they're not actually. They're a pretty good lineup. The issue is, is that we're clearly not a good lineup against spin, which I don't think is any shock to anyone. But I. My problem is you can, we, do, you we did struggle to beat Pakistan and West Indies at home, really, didn't we? Mm, we did. It wasn't, but... it wasn't comfortable. Like when was it? When was it? Butler and Wokes knocked him off. Was that Pakistan? Yeah. Like not being funny, but when Australia played him at home, one got over three hundred and fifty, and he couldn't. He couldn't even get fifty runs in the series against us. Yeah, it's like I, I do just you know think... what I mean. I just think again, people forget that actually playing in. I would say playing in England is one of the more places that that offers it offers more to visiting sides than than India does. And I dare say, oh, because you've got a decent attack, you go well. Yeah, and I think you basically need three good teamers, don't you? And maybe an off decent spin that can do an yeah, holding role. Let's be honest, most teams have that, which is why games games in England are always pretty. Pretty close, I would say, because there's not there's many teams that are shy. Games, but yeah, if, if you get 300 in the first innings yeah. in England, you're in the game, no doubt. Whereas anywhere else in the world, that might be poor. Yeah, I think again, I don't think we're necessarily going to be amazing, but I just look, I look at Australia and think, yes, they've got a great bowling attack, but we saw against India, they aren't, they obviously aren't that. It's not that they're not that good, but if they've got to play every single game, which is what Australia keep trying to do, 
they obviously aren't going to be that good come the last game or two games. Which well, I'm sure they'll magically start picking James Patterson and Michael Nessa and the like again when it comes to playing England. But have you seen that? Yeah. By the way, That's yeah, likes giving a, giving a fourteen. He's giving the big money. Yeah. Yeah, you may as well do, aren't you? He's also looked like he's wintered well, the lad, or summered well, depending yeah. on the Yeah. He looks like he's finished his book, eh? Yeah, nothing so wrong you, with you him. You haven't seen season. me for a couple of weeks, John, no? <laughs> uh, right then, we'll move on to... We'll leave the England test, test arena alone now, because I'm sure we'll have a little bit more of a chat about it next Here's some questions. I think we should do some questions, some club cricket questions. Quickly, well, before questions, I was just going to cover it. The England oh, women, just dead quick. They won 2 1. Tammy Beaumont on absolute fire. Danny Wyatt, not so much. Um, but obviously, there was the big thing about uh, Alex Hartley tweeted about the England boys finishing early so they could watch the ladies' game. I'll be honest, apparently, both of them have been reprimanded by the ECB. I just thought it was a bit of banter that wasn't as funny as she maybe thought it was. And I thought, to be fair, well, I just didn't understand why Burns bothered commenting. I just thought, just leave it, because I'll be honest, he made a bit of an idiot of himself by saying the boys are really supportive of the girls, but then every single person who follows women's cricket saying, well, none of them have seen, have met your senior or anything for the last however long. They never get any messages of support or anything. They get more support off... Glenn Maxwell and people outside of England. So I didn't think it was a good look from either of them, to be fair. I think they just sometimes you're better off just staying quiet than uh, going on going on social yeah, shit media. Tweet, shit tweet though, isn't it? Like they, they, oh yeah, they were both shit. And I don't mean any. It, it's not this. What I'm about to say is not in detriment to women's cricket because I've certainly got no gripe with women's cricket. It's just that I don't pay any attention to it. It's not something that I go off my way to watch. So. I don't form an opinion on it because I don't watch very much of it, even the World Cup. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm really happy that England won the World Cup when we won it, but I don't watch an awful lot of women's cricket. But the only thing I will say is, and this is the only bit that's annoyed me, if Rory Burns had said that about a women's cricket team, I can just see immediate outrage. That's all. Oh, yeah. That, that's, that's my only issue. But she said it and it's just misconstrued banter. That's my... Uh, I think drive, but... I think if it was either way, it'd be mis for me. It'd be misconstrued banter, but I know what you're saying. There's a lot of people out there who would are going to take sides. So there was plenty of blokes out there taking sides, saying that's poor from here. And I know, as you say, if it was the other way around, I'm sure there'd be plenty of people who'd be digging in on Roy Byrne saying it's poor from him. I think the reality of the matter is they just need to learn to be quiet, don't they? Let's be honest. I mean. It's putting a negative effect on both of them and both for their probably careers, to be fair. I think that's another reason why Burns won't be appearing in the next test. I don't think that will have gone down well with with them at all. No. Quick one on the women thing. I don't, cause, and I'm sure this is now a pointless question because Johnny doesn't watch, but I've seen quite a few people saying, get Sophie Eccleston in the England men's team. She's the best spinner in women's cricket. Give her a go in the men's game. Now, I'm going to put it out there. I've played a game of cricket with Danny Wyatt and I watched her get absolutely smashed all around the park and get a second ball duck or a third ball duck against Sunday League players. So I'm not going to be 
I'm not going to be putting Sophie Eccleston, I'll be honest, in the England men's team yet. No. To say not not I'm sure she is a very good spinner. However, you've got her offer more batting and bowling wise, and I don't think she would offer offer that from what I've seen of her. As much and as also, she is a good if you're playing in the Ashes and Mitchell Starks well and 94 mile an hour, compared, well, to, compared to probably 67 mile an hour, it's a massive step up. Yeah, I agree. But I, I know it's been a big debate, and people have been put. Some people have been having real big arguments on it uh, on Twitter, and a lot of people seem to think it's a really good idea. I would be less less so. No. If they want to invite her to a training camp or whatever, no. or if they do any joint no. training camps, that's their no. choice. No, just been sat there, too, and it mates. Yeah, well, listen, I think you've been on. The I'm not being sexist or anything, but I'm not. No. Say, I'm not saying I would, but I'm just saying that that is a big argument, no. a big thing coming from I'd people. I'm fair, Ali, mate. It's a no from me. I'm sorry. I thought you'd also you'd say no, so at least no. it's not just me. But I just wanted to to gauge the reaction of you guys because I say it's quite. Quite a lot of people who, who watch both men's and women's cricket seem to think she could do a job as a spinner. I, I, Quite a lot of idiots. <laughs> well, you said that, not me. I'm not offending them. Whether I agree with you, that's another matter. Right, then we'll do some questions. Just, they're just wrong. Because they're offended. <laughs> Actually incorrect. Right, well, on that note, I'll finish off by moving on to a few questions. So, uh, the first one I've seen on here was from Nick and it was about the best and worst sledge you've ever heard or received or so does anyone want to drop drop one in? Uh, don't really do sledging because normally I just get overly aggressive it never ends very well so it just never ends up there but I did cop a good I say I copped a good one it was a really good one but it was quite funny uh, I copped a sledge from Harvey Alt who was playing for Port Hill seconds at the time in Division 2 um, we're going pretty well at this point I, were, I think we were one down I'd opened up Crow was batting three I think we lost a wicket with the first ball of the game so we were none for one and I think I think we were something like 150 for one um, Crow was racing along I was a little bit slower I was just batting for myself so nothing there standard yeah it's just standard really uh, but the pro was essentially taking the piss, just making it look perfectly easy. Uh, Harvey Holt was standing at gully, and uh, he's, I can't remember what he actually said to me. He had a dig, something like he, he'd really like me to play a shot in anger or something. Or let's see if he's got a shot, lads, or something like that. I thought, not a great thing to say when we're 151 for starting. Anyone, I got I got saved an absolute beanball of half folly that I just standard and stood and admired as I crested to the extra cover boundary for four. And I literally held the pose the entire time. And then I was still holding the pose when I looked and turned around to him at Gully. And he just went, ah, okay then. That was, pr- that was a pretty good feeling, I will say that. Shit sledge, but good <laughs> I think the best sledge we're going to get is this season, isn't it? It's probably for, you know, first game back, everyone's looking forward to it. And it's going to be, Oh, you're one of them three idiots does that, that does that podcast, aren't you? And that's, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the, that, that's that, be that the that first does, one we're going to get. Thing. Yeah, really yeah. Kind of Don't want to be recognised as the, that tool who does that podcast. I'll just ask that's that's definitely going to be the first sledge we're going to get. Ah, probably. Nice to me if I give you a shout out to see if I can work you some freebies. Any 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 good ones or bad ones in particular we've heard? Ah, 
bad ones, I think, is anything like the old classics of send the bales to Wales and all that. Law can't can't be doing with that. Needs to be a bit, bit original. I have, I have mentioned this story already on a previous podcast, but um, we played Silverdale. Lala was away this week, ironically, uh, but we played Silverdale. Smacked about two hundred and seventy yards. Thursday, it's on a big knock day. Still, they'll add Sahid Mansour, their pro, good player, Pakistani ex international, I believe. Uh, anyway, they were kind of reeling. I think they were about 100 for five, still needing 170 odd. Um, and I think Simon Owl, who's now retired, one of our better players, all the disputes campaign, said from firstly, said to their pro, said, Listen, mate, I think if you're gonna, if you're gonna get these, I think you're gonna have to get them by yourself. About an hour and a half later, we'd lost, and he was 140-odd not out. <laughs> and he got them all himself. So, question answered. That wasn't a great cop, to be fair. No, I've seen... I've, I've, the, the one time I do like classics, and I've seen one before where some lads come out and first shot's been, been um, shall we say, agricultural, and you've heard the old shout of, he's here for a good time, not a long time. And I've seen it work both ways where next ball, all three stumps are everywhere. And I've also seen it happen where someone said that and next thing he's walking off 70-odd not out and he's hit it off about 20, 30 balls. One um, legend that I, I will say that I really, really, really don't like, like cannot cope with, like it really grinds my gears. Uh, Wicketkeepers being nice, I don't, I don't like it. I disagree with it fundamentally. Wicketkeepers should be nasty bastards. Um, oh, when, yeah, I was going to say, when I was so, a little stoke, mate, there was no niceness there. Yeah, <laughs> That brings me on to the part, I think it's part, is this it part in the chat? It should be horrible or weird, basically. <laughs> so is this Parky in the chat, by the way? Yeah, Parky is in the chat. Best captain you've played under? Ooh. Now, this is a hard one for me, right, because I've had oh. my old man as captain. So it's <laughs> one of them. And I've also got John O in the chat with me. <laughs> oh, well... I won't put it this way, mate. I won't be offended. <laughs> oh. But you are dropped first game of the season. Yeah, but you will not. Obviously, my old man's got me up there because obviously he picked me and then whatever. Um, he didn't just for me, pick you, mate. It's between me. Lee Ridgway and Spencer Byatt, I think. Because Lee Ridgway took me into Premier League crickets. And then when I did get dropped, obviously. You're telling me it's not Kim Barnett? <laughs> don't know, mate. Don't know. Wow. Uh, well, no, I never actually played under Kim Barnett because he dropped me. <laughs> um, didn't rate him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I did go to Little Stoke. I think I've got to go Spence, I think. Reason? Um, he basically backed me the whole way, I think. Um, obviously, I was at Emmeth and then... He did the opposite to Barnett, basically. But yeah, yeah. Ensure she wins. Back me basically. Went you know, obviously it was Emmy. He would not agree with me being dropped. And then obviously, yeah. Um, he says, "Come little Stoke." Had a good couple of years there, and always always supported me and everything. Did a lot for me because you know me being a slob, don't drive in there. Yeah, true. And, and John Aid would yeah. Aid would now like just to announce that he's just signed for Nantwich on deadline day. If only, mate. <laughs> <laughs> if, if only from my regard as well. Just get, take him off my hands. Come on, get rid. <laughs> yeah, well, you look. know, just for the three or four years, um, Ethan not so, you know, did a lot for me and supported me. So, yeah, I'll go I'll go with him, I think. Jono, who are you game for, best um, skipper? Oh, it's not going to like this answer at all. 
Yeah, so I've got two strands of this. Pike uh, is obviously the most successful captain that I've ever served under. We did back-to-back promotion from Division 3 to Division 1. But in terms of the best, uh, for very, very personal reasons, for bringing me into senior cricket and for the same kind of reasons, backing me, supporting me, making sure I looked after really champion the long, young lads in second team cricket would be uh, Pike's brother Tim Wyatt. Um, in terms of oh, chairman. Former chairman. Can I mention the story the about well? how I signed for Big Lion, John? Uh, if you want me. <laughs> so basically, I was ifing and arguing whether to leave Little Stoke and join Bing Land. Closer to me, knew a lot of the Bing Land lads, but obviously I got on with Little Stoke lads. Best so I was like, I, I was that. like, yeah, you know, I think I will, Tim. I think I will. But of course, it's a little, little Stoke lads. And I was a bit like, you know, didn't want to upset anyone. So I'm just chilling in the bath, you know, having a nice little soak. Nan's knocking on the door. Tim's here. Says, Tim who? Says, Tim Myatt. He says he's got his transfer form for you. I thought, I think, oh, bloody hell. Get my towel on. All right, Tim. Says there's no going back now, is there? <laughs> wow. How Honestly, many times mate, has Tim told a in a towel, huh? Probably because uh, I didn't, probably wasn't answering my phone. You can't answer my phone. He literally turned up at the house. Ignored him for about three months, didn't he? Let's turn up at the house and he was like, sign this, mate. Says, do you want me to look at it? No, sign it. Sound. See you later. (laughs) And the rest is the same, folks. It's history. Wow. But yeah. (laughs) Right. Jono, do you want to go on to the questions you've had sent in? And if anyone wants to send in another question to us, I'm sure we've got a little bit of time left to, to answer them if anyone's got one. Um, so, I've been sent in a question that was, I, I'm going to split the question down because I think it's only fair in modern cricket for us younger cricketers to break it down. Um, best innings, I think it was I think it was something like best player played against, best player played with, but I'm going to split that down even further to uh, best, play, best innings that you've seen, um, either played with or played against, and then also... Best bowling performance played with, played against. Oh, bloody hell. Bowling. Have you got one, dude? Go on, you go first, mate. Batting, I'm going to go for the late, great Graham Hall. A member played at Road Park away. And he hit a ton and not out. And it was just like a shotgun off his bat. It hit his bat and it, everything just flew without him even putting any effort in. And it was just such a good good one to watch from the sidelines because you were just every, there was there was nothing in between. It was either a firm block straight back to the bowler or it was just punched anywhere anywhere around the ground, three sixty, punched with little little effort seemed to be on and it'd just fly to the boundary on a red hot nice red hot day. Was brilliant batting performance from from Gray to be fair, and then I don't know bowling wise. I'd probably have to go a bit of a joint one. I'd probably have to go a joint one from Paul Mason and Kieran McKinney, Keyman. I remember yeah. we were oh, we were all out, mate. We all know <laughs> we were all out for about sixty one or something like that, or seventy one, and we'd 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 had a bad day, and we were playing a top like a top three or four team, and we were thinking, oh, we're, we're done here. And they must have been something like 48, 49 for one or something daft. And our first team came, had arrived back and they were 
They'd been oh, skittled always, for like always, 30. Always the worst mate when one of the other teams arrives back. Yeah, well, they'd been <laughs> skittled for like 30 odd, and they were giving it the big and saying, Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna get you, you boys are gonna get battered as well. Like, don't give us any stick. They only need another like 20 runs, and they got nine wickets. And then the one foul at about 49 for one, I think it was, and it made 49 for two. And I jokingly said, Come on, then, lads, we can do this now. We we can we can skittle these. You saw what happened to saw what happened to our ones. Taking the piss, not thinking it had happened. And then the next thing you know, the next eight wickets are gone for less than five or six runs. Key man, I'm sure picked up four or five for one or two runs off about five overs. Might not even be in any runs. And Mace down the other end took like the other took like four or five again for probably a handful of runs at best. And it was just like absolutely Absolute madness because we should have been absolutely battered. But yeah, brilliant. Oh, best batting. I think so. I mean, if we played long term, we were chasing probably what, 337, maybe. Um, and then I think it was Feeder Hussein and Abdul Razak got 100 each, just smacking it over the target hotel. We needed about 80 off the last 10 overs. Every single man was on the boundary. Might have been nine. Well, I don't know what the obviously what we needed, and every single man was on the boundary. Obviously, it was quite a village from Longton to be fair, but every single man was on the boundary. And then it was literally you get one easy, maybe a two, bang six. I think we we got. I think we ended up like two or three shorts, but obviously because you know the draw happens, I think we end up obviously getting the draw. Bowling. Oh, try and think. Jono, have you got any answers for this? Because I'd be interested to see if you've got any. I'm guessing... I've, I've been thinking it a while, obviously. This question was sent in by Nick, so I've been thinking about the whole afternoon, to be honest. I've got a few. But can I tell you the story of when I nearly killed the key man first? Key if you want to, yeah, mate. Second team game. Um, obviously not deliberate, but we were playing second team game back in the day. Probably, I'm probably only a teenager at the time. I didn't know who the key man was playing for. I know he still had a, a yellow hat or a white hat. <laughs> the yellow lead. Yeah, something like that. Um, anyway, I just, me and, me and Platy were opening the batting for big line seconds and I ran down the wicket at him. I think we were, I think we were doing pretty well, to be fair. We had a good second team back in them days. And then, um, yeah, I just ran down the wicket and smacked it back at him like a fucking Exocet missile and it never got above head height. I mean, they just never got his hands up back in time. He just hit him square on the box. I thought I killed him. I thought, I, honestly, I, I thought he was a dead man. I absolutely landed it. I got his lap on the full. I just mulled it. And I remember just chucking all my kit down with my gloves and my bat and just running to the non-striker and thinking I'd just killed the man. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah, that's how I nearly killed the key man. Best, um, best innings... Kimbo on it. I have seen Kim smack a few under. Well, Kimbo. Kimbo had a few, well, more than a few good ones for Big Lens. But um, I'm actually going to go with two amateur innings. Um, no, one of them will be a Kim story, and then I'm just going to make special mention to a couple others. So there's a mention to Kim's innings once at Ashcombe Park. They had Rizwan Hyder as pro when he first came over, and he was really, really good. They smacked 200 watts. We were struggling, so we were never going to chase him. Basically, Kim just batted the whole innings from one end. And I went in with him. So I just went, listen, we're not losing the game. 
uh, he's struggling just getting on strike and basically just blocked out the 90s for about 20 overs and he was copying all sorts of grief saying why aren't you getting for it why aren't you getting for it and eventually just turned around and said oh, I've got enough hundreds in my time I don't need another one against you Prince <laughs> or something along them lines because of all the, the grief he copped and he ended up like 98 not out but he batted the entire innings he was good crack uh, but in terms of the best innings I've ever seen uh, Harry Jones at war I think that was the season we went up to Division 1. Um, we were really struggling and he just looked like he was batting on another wicket. He just kept putting it into this school over the gates down at the bottom end of the ball. That was really good. I can't believe you're not mentioning me, mate. Well, I think that's an absolute given. The best innings I've ever actually seen by an England player was Hales Roof at Checkley in the Talbot Cup. Played Checkley in the second or third round of the Talbot Cup. We are really struggling for a side, if I remember rightly. And they had a re- they were doing really well in the Prem at the time and they had a really, really good attack. And I think Rizwan Hyder played that day, to be fair. And Sahail just smacked it everywhere. Rizwan Hyder kept just bouncing him and he just kept just pulling him for six onto the bank by the clubhouse. I think he ended up with 120-odd. It was unbelievable. We only got about 180 and he got 120 of them. It was absolutely class. Waste of yeah. talent, mate. Waste of talent. That's probably the best innings I've ever seen. Bowling, oh, struggling for bowling. Can't Me think, mate. Can't can't think, think of any good bowlers in this podcast, Steve. No, he did bowl. He did, did bowl a very good spell once at Mere Heath. Um, was completely wicketless during his first spell, and then came back on later on and got five for an absolutely no time. Just makes you wonder what he was doing for the first ten overs or so. It was a bit yes. soft first. first yes, bit, no, it was a bit Probably. soft. Um, bowling. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to go for an opposition, two opposition, and they're both overseas pros, but I'm sure that doesn't matter. Um, and both times, it's the only times I've genuinely been scared on a cricket pitch. Um, and one of them was Nasser Malik, you remember him, left army, played for Newcastle and then Beckley. His first year um, at Newcastle and Arts Hill, we played on an absolute baking hot day. It was an absolute road at Bignall End, and it was rock hard. They've got quite a lot. I think no, I think we might back first. And he's just absolutely steaming in off a massive run up and just pelting it round the ears. And I, I just didn't see it. <laughs> um, I remember trying to hook him and I top edged it for six, and it was the worst mistake I've ever made in my life. Because then he just continued to come up round my head. And then the second one was Kashif Dowd at Bagnall. If ever you remember Kashi. Um like, don't get me wrong, Bagnall. It was a, a wet one at Bagnall, which is scary enough. No just, even, just hearing those words, a wet one at Bagnall, is scary enough. But, um, yeah, he ran down the bank and he bowled serious, serious gas that day. And you didn't know whether one was rolling or one was coming up by your face off a length because it was uh, it was dangerous. And I, if I remember rightly, Phil White, who's now an umpire, was keeping for Bagnall in those days. And my off stump went so far, it, it nearly killed Phil White. Like it nearly, actually, it it nearly like obliterated him. It went back that far. There was, oh, it's just fucking stumps everywhere. It was a mess. But yeah, they're probably the two best spells I've seen. Right then, shall we move on to our last question from Nick? Because I don't think we've got any more. So Nick just asked, who would we sign as a pro if you could sign anyone from world cricket? So I guess we should go to the chairman oh. first. Go to John and the chairman. World cricket. Um... 
people in the North Staffs League can't play spin, so you're going to pick a spinner who can bat. Um, I'm going to go... Jesus, who am I going to go with? I'm going to go... Rakeem Cornwall. Yeah, probably Rakeem <laughs> Cornwall, yeah. He can bat, he can slog, he can slog ale, and he can exactly. spin, and he can catch, and the lads will love him. And he probably gives good hugs, so I'm going with Rakeem Adrien. <laughs> Dude, who are you game for? Uh, Jadeja, mate. Ravi Jadeja, any reason, mm. or just that you think he's good at cricket? He can bat, bowl, and field, which everyone else can't do. <laughs> fair, fair point. Uh, I'll be honest, I've got quite a fancy having McKean. Like I say, yeah. Spinner in our league, yeah, spot on. Can bat, I think, better than Rakeen, and clearly he's a lot better athlete than Rakeen the Dream. Yeah, he's not going to be a club man like Rakeen the yeah. Dream, though, is he? That's it. Yeah, I, didn't I, think, I, I didn't think of that, actually, yeah. Hmm. He's going to sit the most ale. He's not going to sog ale down a yard, like a yard of ale like that picture that's online of Rakeen the Dream, is he? I'm going, uh, what's his name? Dwayne Levitt. Cock was it? Lever rock. You've got, <laughs> you've got cock on the mind, Lalo. <laughs> if Rakeem the Dream came over to England and like was your overseas pro and ended up staying for forever, he ended up moving in with a girl who works behind the bar. You'd be all right with that because he's one of the lads. Do you know what I mean? No, yeah, he's one of the boys, isn't he? Yeah, I think. I think yeah. I'd rather I'd rather someone like that than. than, than someone, as you say, like oh, yeah. Jade, just mm. on just on that aspect. Of course, you'd love say someone like I don't know Joffre or Smith because they're the great players or whatever. But God, I don't think I'd actually want to spend that much time with them. To be fair, um, in fact, it reminds me thinking of some of the pros that I've I've seen at clubs. I'd, God, I think you'd be better off not having them sometimes with how they behave. To be fair, um, but yeah, any more questions or is that it, boys? Are we are we gonna call it a day? Yeah, that'll do. I think, mate. I think we've we've done well there. <laughs> yeah, we've bored people for an hour and thirty nine minutes so far. I'm sure, sure we've sent a few to sleep and solved a bit of insomnia, which is always a positive. Any more from Jono before we go? All good, mate. Yeah, all good. Fantastic. Well, we will of course be back on Thursday for our next episode. We'll be joined by Andy Mountford because he needs to give us his five pound. Although he does seem to somehow think that Ollie Pope is still going to end up top run score and score 300 runs in this next test, but I hate to tell him he's wrong. Um, so he'll be giving up his fiver. Hopefully we'll be able to announce who our charity is as well. And we're going to go through our giveaway. We're going to announce our three winners. So you've got till 7 o'clock tomorrow to enter. You've literally just got to give us your best cricketing story we'll pick one out each and we'll announce them winners and read out the stories on Thursday. So Thursday should be a real good laugh as always. If you can go on and subscribe to our pods, if you can go and follow us on social media, it all helps because then more people see us and more people will hopefully listen. And we're desperate to try and get most of North Staff's cricketers listening and getting involved because we want to get plenty of them on and talk about North Staff's every week. And we'll be talking about North Staff's on Thursday. So, be really good if we could get a few more people to to get involved and to be on on the pods and commenting on the pods and we might we might do another live one at some point i'm sure boys could do you think we can manage another live one at some point along the line yeah not yeah. on a sunday night though mate yeah i think friday nights might be the one 
Friday night with a few ales down us. Yeah, um, that'll do. Uh, that'll do. Could maybe even do it live from Big Land or Wedges or somewhere. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, like we, we could all meet up and, and yeah, and, John, John can have his one pint and go home. <laughs> Lives walking distance. He can have more than one pint. You haven't seen him off three, mate. No. Yeah. Uh, Nick, Nick, Nick is supplying the beer, which makes means it's definitely oh, yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Of. Yeah. Mm. I'm sure John John will sort us all that out, and we we might be able to 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 promote the just gotta, promote just said go. beer soon. I've just got to go and pick it up. Just got to sort out a delivery slot. That's all. <laughs> oh, it's in the boot ready. Come on, John, get a move on. Yeah, we're not so, Fantastic. So yeah, big thanks to everyone who's listened, and there's been a total of wow 20, 20 people according to this have listened throughout. So fair play to you, twenty people. You 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 are little soldiers, right? Big thanks to Woodstock as always. Big thanks to all you guys. Big thanks to Aid and Jono for joining me. Uh, so you haven't got to listen to my droney voice. <laughs> and we'll see you all again on Thursday for the next episode. So cheers and have a good week ahead, guys. Down at Third Man, the cricket podcast, proudly supported by Woodstock Cricket. Yeah.